0: Again, that's uh, St. Luke chapter 5. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were going out of them and were washing their nets and he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship and when he had left speaking he said unto Simon launch out unto the deep and let down your nets for a drought. And Simon answering, said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night long and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the son of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, fear not from henceforth, thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. I want to talk about following Jesus. and changing your profession. These three, it names three, but it was four actually, Simon, Peter, Andrew, and the two sons of Zebedee, James and John, their profession was fishermen. And it says that they forsook all and followed Jesus. Now, I'm going to go a little ahead, and then I'll come back. But when you look at what they forsook, here they had a great multitude of fish. They didn't worry about the multitude of fish, which was their form of income. It said they forsook all and followed Jesus. Now, in these times, I'm not saying to quit your profession but the question is will you follow jesus first when you look at this story this form of history who is talking about It's talking about simon peter and then first here simon peter has a ship and then jesus is teaching and the people are pressing to hear a word from jesus And then Jesus asked him, can I go into your ship? Some fishermen, they was ready to go home. They had cleaned their nets. He could have even said, I'm tired. But he allowed Jesus to go into his ship. We as people, as human beings, when we follow Jesus, first of all, we have to allow Jesus in our hearts. Now you ask, how did Peter allow him to just go into his ship? Well, Peter allowed him because if you read the first chapter four before this chapter, you'll find that there was a time where Peter Simon Peter had to call on Jesus because he heard something about him, and then you'll see where it says that in in, in that fourth chapter where it talks about this is in the fourth chapter around verses thirty-eight. It talks about how Jesus entered into Simon's house because Simon's wife's mother was sick with fever and they sought for Jesus for her for her and Jesus stood over her and 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 rebuked the fever that she had and it left her and immediately they immediately she rose and began ministering unto them that was in the house This is that same Peter that saw the miracles this is that same Peter That like he, he heard and so he reached out to Jesus. Many of us have heard things about Jesus. I've heard of miracles and I've heard of, of blessings and healings of Jesus. But have we accepted, have we allowed Jesus into our hearts? See, he allowed Jesus into his ship to teach. Now in order to allow someone and trust Peter had a certain trust, and he allowed, and he knew who was coming into his ship. We as people, and I'm, we saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and some may not. But there's people who actually says, "How can?" Jesus comes with me. And yes, Jesus died on the cross, Jesus risen. But Jesus, when you save, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you have Jesus on the inside. And then when you like like in Romans 10, verse 9, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God was raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Many people have run, many religions have run with that scripture. They say, now that I'm saved, now I'm saved. No, it says I shall be saved. Now that you know who God is, do you believe in God? Simon Peter, he saw, but and he called on God. But I want to know, do you, will you allow God into your heart? Would you allow God to walk with you? Would you allow God to travel with you? Would you allow God to work with you? This is their profession. But he allowed him on his ship. I have a profession. When and before I got saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost... I thought just knowing the word and just following the word of God, that's all I needed. But until I got saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, then I realized now I got God. In Matthew 16, he said unto them, and I just want to show you who Peter is right quick because this is who Simon is this same Simon is the same Simon Peter in Matthew 16 that when Jesus said who do they say that I am and Simon Peter answered and said thou art Christ the son of the living God and Jesus answered him and said blessed art Simon bar Jonah for flesh and blood had not revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven and I say unto thee Thou that thou art Peter and upon this rock will I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. This is the same Peter that believed and trusted in God. This is the same Peter that said thou art Christ. And then here this same Peter is allowing him to be in his ship. Simon, trust and believe in Jesus. We, as Peter, have to trust and believe in Jesus. We have to, we in times now where we really have to know that we're saved without a shadow of a doubt. We really have to know how to get saved without a shadow of a doubt. Simon, Peter, trust, like in Mark 16 and 13. Actually, Mark sixteen is sixteen, and I have the wrong one. But I'm gonna tell you, Mark sixteen is sixteen, where Jesus said, "He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned." And in John three, it says, "For God so loved the world that whom that that, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whatsoever." Whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Your salvation first starts off with, do you believe? When you, and it starts off with believe because when you believe in God, you're going to do what God say do. We don't do, I don't do anything that I don't believe in. I'm only going to do, I'm only going to do what I believe. And by my belief, then I had to realize, at a time like these, I had to realize, am I really saved? And then by my belief, I said, you know what? I'm not saved yet. By my belief, I had to find a way to find who Jesus really is. By my belief, then I had to do according to his word. By my belief, then I had to study his word. By the belief and believing in him, then I had to go all the way back to the basics. What did Nicodemus say? When I realized what Nicodemus said, the Nicodemus asked, how can I enter into the kingdom of heaven? And then Jesus told Nicodemus and John, and you go back before verses 16, he told him the same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, why by? We know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born again when he is old? And how can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water... And of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God that which is born of the flesh is the flesh and that which is born of the spirit is the spirit marvel not that I said unto thee ye must be born again. He didn't say by by water and or, or by the Spirit. He said by water and the Spirit. That means that I had to go down in the name of Jesus. And then I had to get up in the name of Jesus. And I had to let them pray over me and tear it to. I received the tongue that and I received the Holy Ghost and then my tongue started stammering. And as my tongue started stammering, as I said thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, then my tongue began to change. And then once my tongue began to change, I knew that I had the Holy Ghost. I knew that I had to change my profession. Yes, on the other side, I'm a locomotive engineer. It's part-time, but full-time, I'm following the Lord. These things have I spoken to you. You see, it's important to know about the Holy Ghost. See, people think that, and I and I used to preach how you could come and receive God, but how can you receive God without the Holy Ghost? You got to have the Holy Ghost on the inside to do thy will and thy way. The Holy Ghost, Jesus promised. And he started this promise in John 14. How he said, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the follower... Whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance whatsoever I have sent you. Simon Peter in Matthew 16, he said unto thee Simon Peter. Jesus said unto thee who do you say I am he said thy Christ and he said upon this rock I stand this is that same little fisherman and then he said Peter in Acts 1 said but ye God told him in Acts 1 chapter 8 but ye shall receive power and after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be a witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaritan, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And in Acts Mm 2.38, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That was just what Sister Nina was talking about. We all are called. When you go down in the name of Jesus. When you get the Holy Ghost. Now there's a calling for you in your life. And to catch men. After you've been baptized. Terry. You receive. tongue which is the evidence of the Holy Ghost you say Romans 8 and I'm I'm going to go here because here you had before they followed Jesus you had all of them saying I'm a sinner they was weary but in Romans 8 it says but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit. And if so, let the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life because of righteousness. And the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. And I got ahead of myself but when you look at Romans 8 first God says spirits if any man have not the spirit of Christ he is none of his. I don't know about y'all but in this time, I need God. Yes, Lord. In this time, it doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter how I say it. But if I don't have the word of the Lord, if I don't have the Spirit of God, I can do nothing. When you look at this scripture, it said, He said, I went out and I toyed and I had nothing. But then He said, Nevertheless, by thy word, Nevertheless, by thy word. And then what did Jesus do? Without God, we can do nothing. Without God, we can do nothing. Galatians. This I say unto them. Walk in the spirit and ye shall not not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are now under the law. And in John he says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot hear the fruit itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Without God, we can do nothing. We are, we, this is the January 4th. This is where many people make resolutions. And then they make re- resolutions for things that are really supposed to help their flesh. We make resolutions for fleshly things. We say, I want to go forward and be more richer in the future. We say, God, I want to, I didn't hurt people. I, I, God blessed me with the house. God blessed me with the car. But when you're in the flesh, why would God bless your flesh that's contrary to your spirit? God blessed you when he died on the cross. God blessed you when he was risen. God blessed us by giving us to the right to the tree of life. God blessed us by giving a, giving us a diagram and a, to, to, to get saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. God blessed us once we got saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, we got the Holy Ghost power. God gave us the mind of Christ when we got the Holy Ghost and He give us the strength and God is God. And with God and God's Word, all things. possible all things are possible what did he say nevertheless and I like that word I'm gonna get back to that word but he said nevertheless as your word I'm gonna do what your words say do when you launch out into the deep when me and my wife first got married there was a lot of things that I told her we not doing. She got mad. <laughs> we was 19 years old when we got married. She say, my friends want to go here. I say no. My kids, they'll tell you we was in church Monday through Sunday. Sunday is Sunday. We would try to go. No, nah, we're not going nowhere. She said, "With well, my friend, you ain't going. we not going. <laughs> they having a birthday. Well, they can have a birthday. We're not going. First part of our life, we didn't go. But we wasn't ready. Last part of our life, anytime people asked us, we there. Anywhere, any place, anyhow. I learned that as I'm living, I can live my life. Some people in here know how crazy I can get. Some people know that I'm a crazy dude. <laughs> but I'm crazy for the Lord. Because once, again, once I got saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost instead of me going by myself instead of me trying to act like that I'm a savior I knew that who the savior is and I took God with me and then it doesn't matter where I am God is with me it doesn't matter what I do God is with me this flesh is going to sin this flesh but I'm letting God change me this flesh can do anything but guess what with God spiritual things I'm not trying to make millionaires out of millionaires. I'm just trying to save one soul. And when I take God with me, God is only when I take God's word, he said at your word. See, when you know who God is, then you know that the word that God was the word and the word was with God. And when you find out that, you know what, God is the word. I got to have him. This is the same God that just said in a word when it was nothing. He made the heavens and earth. This is the same God that when they called on him, they said, the the centurion man, he said, hey, I'm coming. Can you come? He said, no, you don't have to come. Just send the word. And they was healed. When you understand what God's word can do, I got ahead of myself again. But with God and God's word, all things are possible. In Isaiah, around chapter Fifty-five. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts, that are your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the sun and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth. And make it bring forth and bud, that in my gift seed to the soil and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of thy mouth. It shall return unto me, it shall re- not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in, er, in the thing whereto to I sent it. And likewise, in Romans 8, likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we not know what we should pray. For as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercessions for us. I don't need Michelle to give a prayer and be an intercessory for us. I just need the Holy Ghost. And with this intercessor, it says, for us with groaning, which, which cannot be uttered. And he shall searcheth the, the hearts, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercessions intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God. To them who are the call according to his purpose. When you look at this scripture, when we look at what our lives, it's time for us to go into the profession. It's time for the word to be preached truly. That's why I'm here. That's why I love my brothers and sisters. That's why I love our pastor. That's why I love studying and hearing the word. They went to launch deep. They had nothing. And sometimes when we see that we toiled all night, when we see that we done worked all week, when we done see that we worked all month, when we don't see that we worked all year mm-hmm. and we see that we have nothing, we have a God that we can say, nevertheless, mm-hmm. at your word. God. And then the gods at their word and at our word, somehow I'm blessed. Nevertheless, somehow I'm blessed. And when I look at the nevertheless, Let me wait on that. Let me wait on that. Because when I started following God, see, I used to think Baptist was a, my profession. I used to think Church of God in Christ was the Lord's profession. I used to think Church of Christ was the Lord's profession. I used to think Catholic, they have their own country, was the Lord's profession. I found out that they was not the Lord's profession. When I found out, let me make sure I get my scriptures, because in this church, you're going to back it by scriptures. First, I said, I got to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Lean not into thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Then I looked at Timothy, which is supposed to be the preacher's sermon, but I found out it's for all of us. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, went unto thou art also called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Then I went to Hebrews, wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Then in Hebrews 4.14, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Then in Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast our profession. Perfection of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful, that promise. And and then I realized that Jesus Christ is the chief priest of my profession. That's why I follow the apostolic doctrine. I was just a nobody trying to save everybody and trying to let everybody know about somebody. And yes, the words seem twisted, but I'm going by the, the Holy Ghost. When I look at Ephesians, where he said, Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand stand therefore having your lawns girth And with the truth, and having the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with preparation, and the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able... To quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But check this out. You can't do none of that unless you fulfill all of it. And it says praying always with all power and supplication in the spirit. When you receive the Holy Ghost and receive the evidence of your tongue, now you can put on the whole arm of God. When you understand what God can do, you can always say never the less. In the beginning during Noah time, during Moses time, here it was God and there was a nevertheless moment. Here Moses went up to the mountain. And as he went up to the mountain, he came down and saw that they had graven images. And then he, he said and he told his, uh, he told the Levites, are y'all with me? And they said, yes, we're with me. We with you. And then he went out and killed all of them. This is around Exodus 32. And as he went out and killed all of them, then he had some left. And he said, who is with me? Who is on the Lord's side? And as he gathered the rest of them, then he went back up to the mountain and said, I have to be a sacrifice and find a sacrifice. But then God said, you know what? I'm going to still let you lead them to the new Jerusalem. And I'm going to send an angel before you. And nevertheless, I will handle their sins later. you got to understand that this nevertheless God has been there's so much stuff that I couldn't do, but nevertheless God saved me. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, thank, thank, thank you, Thank you. Never the less. Never the less. God is on our side. He asked, you asked. Here it is, you asked. And we read about Simon Peters. And as he resisted Jesus, it stemmed not only from his sense of unworthiness. He initially protested Jesus' instructions to go out into the deep waters and to let down the nets. Because he was convinced that the fishing are not biting. They work all night and caught nothing. We can hardly blame him of his skepticism, because there's times where I got afraid, but I had to remember to trust in Jesus. And how often do we avoid putting out into the deep waters and following and bearing witness to Jesus because we are convinced? That we will not see any results. We are all called by virtue and our baptism to participate in God's mission to the Word in Jesus Christ. And we are all called daily to reorient our priorities to align with God's priorities, to use the gift of God. Has given to us. Our mission does not wait until we think we are ready. Our mission is a need for now. It's a need for the gospel in this broken world. It's far too urgent. We are called right now. Nevertheless, means in spite of. In spite of, in spite of my frailty, in spite of my failures, in spite of my doubts, mm-hmm. even in the midst of ordinary, in spite of things when they get complicated, in spite of cerise, this is Jesus' mission. Mm-hmm. And we trust that he will keep working with us and through us. We trust, we trust the desire for those. Our nets, Jesus, he can spread our nets. He can burst it. He can make your boats fill. But when you trust in the Lord, when you trust in God, when you trust in the Lord, You always have, then nevertheless, at thy word, you can even understand in Ezekiel, nevertheless, I will remember my covenant with thee in the days of thy youth, and I will establish it unto thee in an everlasting covenant. And he said, nevertheless, he even made it to where we can say, Abba Father, all things are possible unto thee, taking away this cup from me, nevertheless not what I will, but thy will. He was saying this when he was getting ready to go to the cross. Jesus was saying this in even Romans. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam and Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the the similitude of Adam's transgressions who is figured of him that was to come. And Peter said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Paul said, nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I not live in the flesh, I have by the faith of the son of God who lived, who loved me and gave himself for me. Second Timothy, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having the seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let every one that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Alas. Nevertheless, we, according to the promise, look for the new heavens and the new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. And when we look, For the new heavens and the new earth, we all were sinners. We all had flaws. But I understand now what John said. And John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more seas. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorneth for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall dwell, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them, and he their God. And God shall wipe away all their tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. I can't wait for that day i praise him even though i have bad times i praise the lord even though even in the good times i like to praise him because i know that i got a new home over in glory and i'm glad that i'm part of that church that knows how to praise the lord and knows that what kind of church this is this is a sanctified church what kind of church this is this is a hands clapping Foot stomping, tongue talking, sanctified church. This is a church that stand on God's word. Nevertheless, what the world say do, we're gonna follow and trust in him. Nevertheless, we love God. We got a new profession, and I know. That if there, anyone that want to change your profession, want to learn how to follow the Lord, we're here. This is a small family church. And we like it. Because we love the Lord. We love God. And we going to do what the Lord say do. I love that song, I Will Trust. In the Lord. And even that other song. I would trust and do what the Lord say do. And I'm going to live the way the Lord say live. If there is anyone. Who wants to be baptized in the name of Jesus. And filled with the Holy Ghost. We have a baptism pool. We even have clothes for every size. You can come. Anyone want to come for prayer. You can come. Amen. Let's stand. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you. We thank you for being God Almighty. We thank you for creating this world. And we thank you again for you being God in the beginning and in the end whose name is Jesus. And as we as we go out to be witness and the light unto the world, we ask you continue to work in us and work through us. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen.